Assalamualaikum everyone. This is Dr. Hannah on Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. We're on FM on Huddersfield and the surrounding areas of West Yorkshire, DAB, Manchester, Birmingham and Glasgow. You might be listening on an app on your phone on the Radio Sangam app. Thank you for that if you are. Or you might be listening to me online on www.radiosangam.co.uk. Good morning, everyone. I'm joined in the studio today by two people. Um, I'm going to get them to introduce themselves in a second. We're talking about pregnancy today. And before I do the go into the chat about the pregnancy, I just want to say I know that talking about pregnancy can be upsetting for some people that are trying for a baby or have been through a pregnancy loss. I am planning on shows on, on both of those things in the new year. So I just wanted you to be aware of that, that I do know. I do know that it is difficult for some people. So I've got midwife Binash. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, can you uh, just tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Hi, assalamualaikum everybody. My name is Binash Nazmin. I'm a specialist midwife. I am also a director of Association of South Asian Midwives and chair and director of uh, Sheffield Maternity Cooperative. Um, I am all about pregnancy, birth, postnatal period and I'm really looking forward to talking to you all about it. Fantastic and I've also got Alicia with me today. So Alicia is a doctor. Morning Alicia. Hi, good morning. Yeah, so what, tell us a little bit about you. Um, um, my name's Alicia and um, I'm a junior doctor. I'm training to be a full-fledged GP. Um, I'm just really interested in issues surrounding maternity care and having had one child myself previously as well. Um, I know I can understand what issues can go through. So I just want to, you know, be supportive and um, highlight the issues. Brilliant. So I started this show, guys. I'm just telling I'm telling you too, if you haven't listened to many of my shows before, but I started the show in July um, they really wanted me to concentrate some of my shows on women's things, women's issues. So obviously pregnancy is a huge uh, thing, isn't it? Uh, but apart from that, I talk about loads of different things. I talk about things that people don't like to talk about. So I do a lot of shows on mental health, cancer. Um, we've just done something on organ donation. I've got loads of plans for loads of different things. Um, I'm a GP registrar, but I was a medical registrar before um, I changed to, to general practice. Um, I do loads of other stuff. We'll talk about it through the show um it's really different for me listeners to have two people with me in the studio but yeah if you want to get involved in the discussion um the number to message is 07 that's 07 we are here until we've got two hours and um, so we're, it's not a ladies hour you know sometimes i do my ladies hour show this is special this is ladies two hours so i'm here till 12 o'clock the the girls are staying with me um during that time so to get them both relaxed and to get you guys relaxed as well let's play a song um, this is Adiva Slim it's called Dildia Gullan because I'm hoping we'll do Dildia Gullan over the next couple of hours see how I got that in <laughs> um, so we'll be back shortly um, please stay with us ਕੀਆਰੀਓ ਯਾਰੀਓ ਯਾਰੀਓ ਮੈਂ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਨਾ ਫਾਸਲੇ 
Radio Sangam 107.9 FM It's about 10:16 it's the 6th of December I've got no idea where the time is going You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. I'm here every week on a Sunday morning and I do... Well, I talk about different topics every week. Um, and I try and do a ladies' hour. Well, I started this show as a ladies' hour and then, then I started my show, got a little bit longer and then I started to talk about loads of different things as well. Um, but we're back to the ladies' hour, but we're doing ladies' two hours. We're talking about pregnancy and I don't want to make it just as a show of giving advice to pregnant women. I don't want to do that. I want to talk about the issues that are faced by pregnant women. I want to talk about how different it's been this year being pregnant within the COVID-19 pandemic. And I want to talk about what specific issues Asian women face um, as well, um, because this show is listened to predominantly by Asian ladies. Now, I don't, I didn't ask them um, these two if they speak Urdu Punjabi um, or not, but I do. Uh, sometimes our listeners do want us to talk a little bit in Urdu Punjabi, so we can do that if you want, guys. Um, if you guys want, or if you feel comfortable more in English, that's fine as well. Um, so. The first thing I guess to ask is why why be why why a midwife? What made you um Binash, what made you decide to um to to do that with your with your life really? So I actually didn't know I wanted to be a midwife. I was doing that typical thing where you're like at college, like I want to go to university. I promised my mum I'm gonna go to university. Now I don't know what I'm gonna do in university. So I sat there and I looked through five prospectuses, front to back, back to front, and I just couldn't really pick anything up and then I saw midwifery and teaching and it ri- literally was the two that spoke out to me the most because I'm not quite academic I'm very theoretical so practical learning on the side alongside theoretical learning was something that was really calling out to me and then when I read up about midwifery and how it's working with like women and pregnant people and how you can really support and nurture and kind of help each other along this journey uh, it really called out to me but i still was called towards children and teaching because that was something i also really enjoyed mm. taking care of children i was one of those kids that um, you know when you like you're the one that's babysitting all the other kids yeah yeah that was me so i was babysitting <laughs> all the other kids so um i flipped a coin I flipped the coin, it landed on midwifery. I was told I wasn't going to get into it. It's really competitive. It's really difficult to get into. Um but it landed on midwifery so I was like, okay, I'm going to go for it. I'm probably going to not get in, so I'll have a gap here and then I'll return back to teaching one day. But you know what? <laughs> I'm here as a midwife, so obviously Fantastic. I got in. When I went home and I told my mum, get this. So I had to first explain to my mum what midwifery is because obviously she's Asian and she doesn't speak English. Uh so we speak Patwari in my house. Okay. Um, and um i had to explain to my mom and mom was like um your your grandma was the village midwife hmm. back home in kashmir i know you know what you, you've touched on something there which i didn't plan to talk about but um 
I, I also know someone who's done midwifery recently and her Asian family said, what do you mean you're going to be like the village midwife? Like in, like in India, where it, basically it's just a woman that comes around to the house and helps deliver yeah. a baby but it's, it's not actually being it's not the same as like what midwifery here yeah. so there's yeah. a lot of misconception about that isn't yeah, there there is there's lots and it's one of the reasons why we actually don't see that many south asian midwives i mean the reason i had had the conversation with my mum beforehand was because i was single so you don't really have these kind of conversations as an asian young girl with your you know with your mum and also midwifery is not really you know birth and all that it's not something you talk about until potentially you're pregnant even then you might not talk about it with your mum so it's one of those things that we actually as a as a community need to really think about more because we need better representation we need more south asian midwives yeah she's i didn't invite her for this but she's doing a recruitment uh, drive here (laughs) to get more more of you girls to come into midwifery come on (laughs) that wasn't the aim of the show but i'm all for it i'm all for promoting women into different careers um alicia you said that you have an interest in yeah in 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 women's health in kind of pregnancy related things like that um tell us a little bit about that um it's just well, first of all, I'm a woman, so I'm proud to be interested in women issues. Yeah. Um, just it was just interesting what Venus just said. So I'm not originally from here as well. I'm I'm Indian ethnicity, but I am from Thailand, so I have that kind of background as well. And we don't have midwives back home. Um, it's the same, you know, the village person kind of, you know, um, just like mm. in the kind of comes and performs something. And yeah, so when I came moved here and I was pregnant as a junior doctor and, you know, I was under the care of midwives and was very impressed with it all. And <clears throat> it just really changed me as a person. And since then, I've just not been able to view like medicine without thinking about how the pregnancy was and my child and things like that. So I just feel like and yeah, and being an Asian woman here myself, I just feel like that's that's really interesting to me, and I want to help support everyone who's been in that position. Um, I feel like as healthcare professionals, sometimes you know we see loads of pregnant women, but when the woman is pregnant, that's her center of the world, and I remember feeling that way. So I just want to yeah, continue to support you know mm-hmm. everyone in that way how I want it to be supported. Yeah. And I would just add to that, like, you know, um, in our communities, it's quite common to say, you know, be a doctor because, you know, you're you're getting to help. But actually, as a midwife, like you said, you are the sole person who's caring for that person and their pregnancy and their journey. Mm. So you're the one point of contact. And actually, you have more contact with them. You really build a relationship and a bond over that period. So you get more interaction than doctors do. Absolutely. The job satisfaction is immense. Yeah, totally. Mm. I agree with that. And um, I, I, I agree with what you've both said um, about maybe it's not a, it's not a career that uh, women are encouraged into within the South Asian community. Can I just check what language you, languages you speak? Um, I speak a bit of Hindi. Um, it's not brilliant. It's but all right. You know what? We'll just do this show try. in English. It's right, fine. fine. Um, it's okay because we've got English Patwari Urdu. We've got me to be like Urdu. You like Hindi. You like. Let's just do English. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, um, no, because some sometimes we get listeners that say, "Can you speak?" But I guess um, we're targeting our show today towards kind of the younger women, um, and I guess some of the older women are the ones that that want. So I can. T- we'll talk about. That. I-, I tell you what we'll do after eleven. I'll give like a bit of an Urdu snapshot of 
of kind of some of the things that yeah. we've talked about so far I think that would be the best thing to do rather than try and translate because I want it to feel like a fluid conversation I don't want to keep kind of keep flipping between languages so after 11 o'clock guys if you want um, I know that there's some of you that sometimes message in saying please can you give some of the information in Urdu so what I'll do is I'll just give like a little bit of a kind of a bit of a translation of things that we've talked about um, so yeah I agree with you uh, I, I, I have I know someone um, who did midwifery as you said and she got a lot of um, why not why not this or why not that why not nursing why not doctor why not this um, and it is something that I wanted to highlight today Binash, so I'm really glad that you've mentioned it now um, I, I agree. I think when you when you go through a pregnancy, it is the center of your world. It's um, it's everything, isn't it? And I think the more information that we can give to women about how to keep um, well, how to keep safe, um, and how to look after themselves, how to look after their baby, um, without making them feel like. Uh, overly worried I think it's okay to feel it's okay to want to have all the information it's okay to bother your healthcare professionals like one thing that I, I sometimes experience in general practice so I work in general practice oh I'm sorry to bother you doctor mm. but I just worry you know I'm just worried I'm just concerned about this mm. and, and I, I always like to say that you're not bothering me mm. like that's what we're here for you know we're here for you to bother us about yeah. these sort of things and I think that's that's just something to kind of mention as well Um, I like hearing about um people's journeys into their careers being out so that's really nice you know for you to kind of say like you know and how how you kind of feel about it now um how many years have you been a midwife for? So I always start with when I started my midwifery journey. So I started mm -hmm. my training in 2008. Mm -hmm. And what people don't realize is when you start midwifery, you actually start uh, doing theoretical and practical straight away. So start straight away, year one, I went straight to labor ward, ward for my first placement. Um, and I saw three obstetric emergencies that first night and um, a lot was going on. And my mentor looked at me and said, you're never coming back to midwifery, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I turned up for the next shift and she was impressed. Yeah, good. But um, it was one of those things where you have to do 50-50 and um, you have to have 40 births that you have conducted as a as a midwife, as a student midwife before you can qualify and look after so many antenatal women, so many postnatal women go give so much breastfeeding support. So there's a lot of things that you have to do before you can even qualify. So I always say 2008. Yeah, and so enough time to say that you've had some experience. Um, I I started my medical in that sense. Then I started my medical journey in two thousand and five, which is the first day of my medical school. Um, but I qualified in two thousand and ten, so a doctor for ten years. And you know what? I'll admit to you now that even now, um, when I see a pregnant woman, sometimes I do think, "Oh my god!" Like, "Oh, please, please let her be okay," because it's really scary. It can be really scary. Seeing someone that's got, from my point of view, being Ash, uh, which I don't know if you've had conversations like this with doctors, dealing with medical problems not to do with pregnancy, mm. but medical problems in a pregnant woman, it's very scary. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. really scary. The amount of phone calls we get to triage yeah. <laughs> will we'll support what you're saying there. Yeah. Now. You're like, oh my oh goodness me. Um, and whereas I try and think now, like, no come on like i can manage this it's fine um but it is still it is still yeah. quite scary guys if you're just tuning in now um this is dr henna on radio sangam 107.9 fm 
I've got two guests with me in the studio today. I've got Binash Midwife and Dr. Alicia. We're talking about pregnancy. If you want to join the discussion, if you've got anything that you want to say or something that you even want to say anonymously about your experiences with either pregnancy, childbirth, or or, or what do you think of midwives? What do you think of um uh, if somebody in your family said that they wanted to become a midwife, what would your thoughts be around that? Um, the number is 07444202155. You can text, you can WhatsApp. Um, I I wanted to do this show today because I like talking about different um, issues within within the Asian community. I know I've got other people that listen to my shows as well, not just Asian people. Um, we're going to talk about we're also going to talk about the issues that pregnant women have had this year dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, what a scary time to be pregnant during the pandemic. Um, and I also want to touch on within the next couple of hours, or within the next hour and a half, sorry, um, what are the issues faced in pregnancy by just being Asian, an Asian woman? Is that different? Um, you know, could we say that it is different? Right, we're gonna. I'm gonna play another song now. Um, this is called the Jiyad Namiri I. It's by somebody called Rahul Jane. It's a different. Um, it's a different version to the one that's in the film. I hope you enjoy it, and we'll be back after this.
Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. I'm here every week on a Sunday morning. If you're just tuning in now, I'm talking about pregnancy today and I've got two guests with me in the studio. I've got midwife, midwife Binash and I've got Dr. Alicia. And during the song, Alicia just gave us some news. Do you want to tell everyone or shall I just say it? Yeah, you can say. So yeah. you've just had Alicia's just had her twelve week scan. So Alicia's pregnant. Congratulations! Yay, thank you. Um, we, I, I, I mean, I organised my shows like loads in advance, so I had no idea. So this is all very relevant. And I didn't you. plan to get pregnant specifically <laughs> for the show. <laughs> that would be awesome. My guests are not so that dedicated. dedicated. <laughs> not that dedicated. How much um, is she paying you? <laughs> congratulations. Um, uh, yeah, and right. So after that conversation, we we then um, started talking about in the Asian community that you feel maybe we feel there's a big kind of oh this pregnancy. Let's keep it all to ourselves. Mm. Um, yeah, how do you feel about that, Alicia? I feel like there's a lot of it's probably more in Asian communities, but a little bit in the other communities as well, where, you know, early pregnant, uh, early um, miscarriages can be common. So people feel that they shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't say anything. We shouldn't jinx it or don't, you know, nazar lagjagi and stuff like that, um, which, you know, it's a personal decision. But at the same time, what I've come to feel is actually, if I were to have a loss or have, you know, bad news, I want people to support me and I want my close friends at least maybe not the whole world you know but I, and I don't want to suffer alone and cry alone and go through that alone you know so actually I did tell really close friends early on with with the view of that actually either way they're going to support me and I feel like that's something I want more Asian women to think about you know you don't have to announce to the world but also maybe have a small support group for you so that you don't end up you know going through things alone and also first trimester is hard and you're vomiting and you're sick and you're this and you know busy trying to hide it from everyone sometimes you know it's not the most practical either people can be more empathetic and understanding if if they know actually you know she's going through something so that can be something that can be thought about like okay fine you don't want to publicize it but also you know who should maybe who can you tell um that yeah so actually... i i agree i think 
I think people do hide it. But I'm going to say that it's a really personal decision. Absolutely. So it's entirely up to, you know, if you, it, it, it's whatever you feel comfortable with. Because a lot of people have issues with kind of getting pregnant yes. or they may and have had a pregnancy loss before. Yeah. Um, but one thing, one thing that does concern me, there is one, one side of it that does concern me. And it's when women don't tell their, their doctors or their midwives. So they, they, they have a pregnancy test at home and they're pregnant or they're going through whatever it is. Uh, and they don't tell anyone they don't even tell the healthcare professionals and that's that's the one side of things that does concern me a little bit and Binash is going to just touch on that a little bit now so what happens or what can happen um uh, what happens when when we tell the midwife we you know we want we want women to tell the midwives and doctors and can you just explain why so so it's quite important that you tell the healthcare professionals um, as soon as you realise even if you don't tell your family or your community that's completely fine because as healthcare professionals we are bound by confidentiality we're not mm. going to tell anyone I promise you I'm not going to tell Auntie G or anybody else but what I can do is prepare you and get the scans and the relevant support and um, you know give you the appropriate information and guidance and the medication that you potentially might need you know because in early pregnancy it's really important that you take folic acid and maybe you might need some vitamins or you know if you have any deficiencies those tests can be done by the GP or the midwife can refer you for those depending on how early you are or where you are on your pregnancy so actually letting your healthcare professionals know early on enough means that you're actually supporting and you're setting yourself um, on this journey with that support and that hammock underneath you yeah Mm. I think that's that's just a really, really important point and a really important issue to raise here. So um, I, I've heard it. I, 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 in fact, I've seen it where um, women get quite far along in their pregnancies. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot, I'll be fair. Um, but then they say, they ring the doctor and say, by the way. And then, you know, by the way, I did this test. Haven't had my period for like, you know, two or three months, maybe longer. What, what do I need to do that? And then there's a bit of a rush on our side, doesn't it? They'll get all the kind of get all the appointments, mm. get the midwife, and it's been a bit more difficult for us now yeah. within the within the pandemic, hasn't it? And we are we're going to talk on that shortly. Um, you know how how difficult it's been um, this year in the COVID nineteen pandemic. In fact, um, should we just touch on it briefly now, and then we'll talk, we'll delve yeah. into it a little bit more detail. It's been really hard for women this year, hasn't it? Really hard. Um, Being Ash, can you just tell us a bit about your experiences I think um, in reality you know COVID-19 has been hard on everyone in so many different ways but when you're when you're pregnant and and especially if it's your first pregnancy and now because it's your subsequent pregnancy you know you don't know what's going on so not knowing adds a, a layer of anxiety on top of everything else that you're going through so kind of you, you're coming into this stage with that level of anxiety and we really need to kind of um, be able to get all the information and communication out to everybody in the appropriate way so that everyone has the information and they understand where they are and what they can do and who they can seek for help and what numbers to call because Mm. things have changed ever so slightly but the support still is there it's really hard and i've had patients that have i mean for for example a comparison of last year antenatal classes Mm. that people haven't been able to go to women that have had to go to their scans on their own which they Mm. which wasn't really thought of before it was like you could take someone with you 
Um, check up if you're worried about something, having a check up, be having to go to hospital on your mm. own. Um, even to the point of when you when you're in labour, having to go through that until the last stage on their own. So it's been hugely difficult. It's not, it's not any one standard because um, uh, you know the guidance is different. The guidance is you know broad enough so that trust can use it mm. according to their levels. Especially with with the tier systems, it means mm. that you've got like different levels of visiting and certain trusts, and some trusts are allowing. So it's all very it's individual. So you might for, have one mm. hospital that is doing something one way and a completely different hospital that's doing something a different way and someone who's pregnant you don't know what your hospital is doing because you're in a third place completely different yeah i think one thing that i do try to encourage people to do across everything really is just to talk so if you're feeling lonely if you're feeling scared if you're concerned about anything talk to your if you don't want to talk to your family and friends then please talk to your healthcare professionals we are here for you mm. we're open we're working i mean it's not normal in the sense of you might not get a face-to-face appointment but we are there for you um okay let's take a breather um i'm gonna play a song for you guys now just because i, th- I don't know hopefully you'll both like it this is neo and it's called because of you and then we'll be back after that we're going to talk a little bit more about things during this like pandemic
to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. If you're just tuning us now, I'm joined by midwife Binash and Dr. Alicia in the studio this morning. We're talking about pregnancy. Um, I just want to just reiterate again, I know talking about pregnancy can be upsetting for some people and I am planning some shows within the new year talking about um, pregnancy loss and also I'll be talking about shows to do with infertility as well. Um, I just wanted to mention that again. Um, so we were just briefly kind of talking a little bit before about how different things have been for pregnant women during the COVID-19 pandemic and Alicia told us that she's just had her 12-week scan which we didn't know about before. Um, you know what, can I just ask you, mm. how are you feeling? How are you feeling about everything? Um, I, I, it is a bit of a confusing time, um, I, you know, I, a little feel a bit, little bit vulnerable, you know. Guidance needs to keep changing. I'm at work as well, and things like that. Um, but I guess I, I was more worried about. So I've had a normal a pregnancy in normal times, and you know things went quite smoothly. We went to NCT classes. We made you know one of our best family friends and our toddlers are kind of best friends and things like that, and learned a lot and had that support. And we'd actually delayed planning this time around because we were a bit nervous what it would be like. And eventually, I just felt like you know what, I can't delay it much longer. So I was just gonna have to deal with it, take it as it comes. But um, I still have a day a week where I still look after my toddler who's two and a half, and even with that, things have changed. So I can't imagine you know for other people with you know whether they have babies as well classes things like that um so it does feel a bit i don't know strange and a bit scary a bit vulnerable and i'm sure other people might face that even more have you found that i, th- I think with Binish? lockdown and the way we're going in and out of tears and how everything's changing there is a lot of um like loneliness and isolation that can kind of come and happen with pregnancy right now but there is also a lot of support going on at the moment so i think what's really important is that um we are able to 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 realize actually maternity services are completely open just like normal so all 
the numbers that you would normally contact are available. Actually, extra numbers have been opened up for specific advice regarding COVID, etc. So finding out what they are for your local trust will help you gain the information and knowledge you need about your journey in your local area. But also online, there's lots of support and advocacy groups that are having virtual versions of antenatal support groups and sessions and education, which is like the alternative. I mean, we live in a Zoom world, right? We're all Zooming around everywhere. And actually, a lot of virtual support networks have been developed to support this. So finding those is really important. And how can other people support pregnant women what could we what can families do people that maybe are not able to see each other still at the moment what sort of advice would you give to kind of family members of you know what 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 they what you think could be kind of supportive for you both of you guys i'm just opening that question to both of you um I guess it's a little bit difficult when they can maybe can't come and see you in person or anything like that. But I guess it, it's still important to check in on your pregnant friends and family. Just even a little text, you know, we're always WhatsApping, chatting. If you know someone is pregnant and they're kind of on their own, especially, I mean, I feel like I've been a bit lucky in a way that I am at work. That's very distracting. But I know people who are, say, working from home, you know, everything's at home and they feel really trapped. So it's good to check in on them. Maybe kind of be a bit proactive and, you know, ask them out for a little walk to the park or something. Mm. Just be creative around how you can keep that relationship going yeah. with them um, would be nice. And I guess you could always send them little packages of food and things like that. Pregnant women like food and chocolates. And Everyone things. likes food and chocolates. <laughs> don't don't make it specific to you. We like chocolate as well. Send me chocolates too, please. I will take them too. Yeah. What do you think, Binash? How can we support our pregnant our pregnant so ladies? I think with everything that's going on, mental health is a massive, massive mm. um, concern for everybody. You know, not mm. just pregnant people and pregnant women, but what what's really important that we try to help support them with the diet because we know a good diet and having a nutritional diet can help improve your mental health and help Mm. improve any of that negativity and that thought process that's going on. So kind of trying to, you know, if you have to shop and drop some healthy food off, do that. That maybe you know healthy but nice. So maybe not the chocolate, but you know, oh, um, I don't know, some lentil crisps, baby, or something like that. You know, so, something nutritional. I mean, a little bit of ch- chocolate helps as well. It's serotonin. Dark chocolate's better because it's got iron in it. But anyway, so like um, help that. But the walks are really important. Daily exercise or something daily activity wise also helps improve your mood. Endorphins are really like good for that. So kind of encouraging and supporting and trying to help them through this with all those little benefits that help will be really important. And support, so much support thing where a lot of South Asian communities and women feel like oh you're pregnant now you know sit down put your feet up you can't do anything and actually it's really important especially at the moment like you said tying in with the mental health but even before actually you know daily light exercise or what you're able to do is actually good for your pregnancy and like if I, if I just t- if I tie that back to what my mum used to say you know my mum talks about because I was born in Kashmir I was four years old when we emigrated to the UK um, I'm the youngest in my family so she's had all six of me and my siblings back home in Kashmir in the mountains of the village in the middle of nowhere and I remember her quite clearly saying she was squatting in the fields and cutting grass and you know feeding the buffalo and doing house chores and all of those all through her pregnancy and that was normality and uh, Alhamdulillah all of us were born with no problems which is quite weird in a third world country where infant mortality is high 
Right, so if you're just tuning in, I'm talking about pregnancy. This is Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. I'm Dr. Henna. I'm here every week on a Sunday morning. Now, um, I like to do some of my shows focused towards women. That's why we do kind of ladies' hour shows. So pregnancy, I guess, is one of those, and I haven't really talked about it in any sort of detail before. Um, so I just want to, I just want to, just give like a really important um, point that I think as well from a medical doctor is, ladies, if you're trying for pregnancy, um, you should be taking folic acid, uh, and the advice is to take vitamin D as well, especially Asian ladies. So I just wanted to get that in there, which Bean Ash did mention before, but I thought I'd just kind of give that advice because some women still don't know. Um, we've talked a little bit about um, how things have been so different within the COVID-19 times. Um, if you if you miss part of the show and you want to listen to it again, they will be available as podcasts later on the Radio Sangam website and on Spotify and iTunes. If you want to take part in the discussion, message on 07444202155. After 11 o'clock, um, I'm going to give a little bit of the information in Urdu because I know we've got a lot of Urdu, uh, Hindi kind of uh, Asian listeners. Um, so I'll do that. Um, and we're also going to talk about what sort of misperceptions around pregnancy and things like that. Um, so we're going to play something now. And this is for Binash's mum. This was a request from Binash for her mum. We'll be back after 11 o'clock um, and we'll be carrying on talking this uh, chat about pregnancy. Uh, please stay with us. This is called La Pea Dua. Zindagi shama ki surat ho khudaya meri Zindagi shama ki surat ho khudaya meri Lappe aati hai dua ban ke tamanna meri You hear me, but 
About nine minutes past 11, you're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. And I'm Dr. Hannah. I've been here since 10 o'clock this morning. I'm here every Sunday talking about different health issues, different topics every week. Um, today we're talking about pregnancy. I'm joined by two guests today, uh, which is a bit of a treat for me. I don't know how to control them both, uh, really. Um, so I've got, <laughs> I've got Beanash, midwife Beanash and uh, Dr. Alicia in the studio with me this morning. Now, I said um, before the before the 11 o'clock, I said I'd give a little bit of a chat kind of in Urdu as well. So, we're talking about pregnancy and a little bit of information I give you in Urdu and then we have to talk in English and then we have to talk in English. So, there are issues in pregnancy, especially Asian um, uh, female. I have mentioned because I know that this show ज्यादा एजन लिसनर्स है तो हमारे एजन लेडीज मैंने बात की है मिडवाइफ से वो कहते हैं कि समटाइम्स हमारी लेडीज जब उनको पता होता है कि मेरी प्रेगनेंसी हो गई है तो आप डॉक्टर के पास नहीं जाती किसी को बताते नहीं है सम लेडीज नॉट एवरीवन और ये डेंजरस हो सकता है बिकॉज ऑब्वियसली आपको आपका हेल्थ केयर प्रोफेशनल को पता होना चाहिए कि आपकी प्रेगनेंसी हो गई है हमने आपकी मदद करनी है कि इसलिए हम कहते हैं कि अगर आपने किसी को बताना नहीं है ये ठीक है ये आपकी पर्सनल चॉइस है हमें पता है कि हमारे कम्युनिटीज में बहुत ज्यादा बिलीफ है कि बताना चाहिए नहीं बताना चाहिए बट ये ये आपकी पर्सनल चॉइस है हमें हमें जो फीलिंग है तो आप मेरी इवन अब सबको बताना नहीं है अपने क्लोज वाले लोग को बता सकते हैं आपको सपोर्ट मिल जाए इवन इफ कुछ हो गया काम खराब हो गया फिर भी आपको सपोर्ट चाहिए तो इसकी वजह से हम बिलीव करते हैं कि इतना चुप नहीं होना चाहिए मुझे पता है कि आपकी पर्सनल चॉइस है आपकी पर्सनल जो आपका प्रेफरेंस है बट आपको जरूर अपने डॉक्टर को बताना चाहिए बिकॉज फिर हम आपकी मदद कर सकते हैं तो ये बहुत इम्पोर्टेंट पॉइंट मैंने देनी थी अगर आप प्रेग्नेंट हैं अगर आपका पहला प्रेगनेंसी है स्पेशली दिस ईयर बहुत डिफिकल्ट है टाइम गुजरा आपका हमें पता है बहुत जो सपोर्ट मिलती है वो शायद डिफरेंट इस साल हो गया और मुझे मैंने भी बात की है काफ़ी औरतें के उन्होंने कहा कि मैं अपॉइंटमेंट पर गई थी और कोई है नहीं था मेरे साथ तो आई नो बहुत डिफिकल्ट टाइम गुजरा आपके लिए हमें है, ये भी मैं कल वरी करती हूँ कि मेंटल हेल्थ प्रॉब्लम्स भी हो सकती हैं प्रेगनेंसी में और आपको बात करनी चाहिए बस मैं ये कहती हूँ मैं हर हफ्ते ये कहती हूँ जब भी मैं किसी मेंटल हेल्थ के बारे में बात करती हूँ और ये जो लोग आप मुझे हर हफ्ते सुनते हैं आपको पता है मैं कहती हूँ कि बात करनी चाहिए बात करनी चाहिए डोंट कीप योर फीलिंग्स टू योर तो थोड़ा सा मैंने वो उर्दू में भी थोड़ी सी बात करनी थी 
do geste mirisatek studio me do you want to say something as well zehni sehat ki khayal rakhna bahut zaruri hai sabke liye aur kuch cheeze aap kar sakte hain ye khane mein aapke diet bahut zaruri hai ki agar aap healthy diet or nutritious vitamins mineral rich diet kaina to aapki sehat ke liye zehni aur jismani sehat ke liye bahut hi acha hai iske ilawa agar aap vardish ya aaram se kuch walking ya aise kuch kijiye zarur har din kyunki aapko jismani सेहत की मजबूती होती है इसके साथ और आपकी जहनी सेहत भी ज़्यादा मजबूत इसके साथ हो सकता है सो ये बहुत बहुत ज़रूरी है अगर इसके अलावा अगर आपको किसी से बात करनी है तो जीपी आपका बहुत मदद कर सकता है अगर प्रेगनेंसी में आपकी मिडवाइफ की बहुत मदद कर सकती है पर अगर आप हमें बात आप हमसे बात नहीं करेंगे तो फिर हम आपकी मदद इस तरीके से नहीं कर सकते सो बहुत बहुत जरूरी है कि आप हमसे बात कीजिए प्लीज यस तो मिडवाइफ से भी आपने सुन लिया है और मैं डॉक्टर हूँ मैंने भी कह दिया कि आप अपना बहुत ख्याल रखें अपना किसी को बताएं अगर आपके कोई वरीज हैं अगर आपको नहीं पता बीनस ने अभी कहा है कि आपका खाने का ध्यान रखें अगर आपको नहीं पता फिर अपने डॉक्टर से बात कीजिए वो हम आपको एडवाइस दे सकते हैं मैंने पहले भी कहा था कि अगर आप प्रेगनेंसी अगर ट्राई कर रहे हैं और अर्ली प्रेगनेंसी में बहुत इम्पॉर्टेंट है आप फॉलिक एसिड लिया करें वो विटामिन है और हमारे एशियन लेडीज में विटामिन डी भी कहते हैं कि वो भी लिया करें तो मैंने बस थोड़ा सा ये इन्फॉर्मेशन देनी थी मुझे टेक्स्ट में मुझे मैसेज आते हैं या स्टूडियो पे के थोड़े से उर्दू में भी एडवाइस आप दे सकते हैं तो अगर आपका कोई सवाल है क्वेश्चन है अगर किसी अगर मैंने कुछ बात की है आपने मुझे कुछ बताना तो मैसेज कीजिए ओ सेवन फोर 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 टू जीरो टू वन फाइव फाइव ओ सेवन फोर 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 टू जीरो टू वन फाइव फाइव यू लिसनिंग टू डॉक्टर है जॉइन बाई डॉक्टर अलीशा एंड मिड वाइफ बीन एश टूडे वे टॉकिंग अबाउट प्रेगनेंसी बीन हेयर सिंस टेन ओ क्लॉक वे हेयर टिल ट्वेल्व इफ यू मिस इट एंड यू वॉन्ट टू लिसन टू इट यू कॉन्ट लिसन टू ऑल ऑफ इट यू कैन कैच यू प्ले टू ऑन ऑनलाइन एंड दैट्स ऑन डब्ल्यू 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 .co.uk and also this will be available as a podcast later on Spotify and iTunes. Thank you. Somebody just said smashing the Urdu. Not quite, but I try. <laughs> Not quite, but I try. Uh thanks Uzma. Okay, so um let's talk about right. So when you guys came in, I said that I talk about things that maybe other people don't talk about because I really feel that it's important as doctors as healthcare professionals that we can touch on issues. Do you think that Asian women have any particular or different issues to deal with in pregnancy than um than than other women? Uh, Binash will go to you first. Um first one I will say sometimes there sometimes there is a language barrier and um agar aap urdu mein baat karna pasand karte hain to phir aap interpreter please um usko आप जब भी आप डॉक्टर मिडवाइफ वगैरह से बात करते हैं तो फिर इंटरप्रेटर के लिए ज़रूरी आपको पूछना होगा क्योंकि हर हेल्थ केयर प्रोफेशनल के पास कोई तरीका है आपके लिए इंटरप्रेटर बुक करने के लिए सो गेटिंग एन इंटरप्रेटर फॉर व्हेन देयर इज अ लैंग्वेज बार इट्स रियली इम्पोर्टेंट 
this is not the time to practice your English speaking abilities. That's when you go to the supermarket and you have general conversations with people over the till. That's general conversation. When you're going for a medical uh, conversation, you need to understand on a deeper level what's happening so you can truly understand and consent um, for any procedures that may be happen or ask the questions that you might need to be able to make the right choices for you. Always kind of knowing that is something that gives you power and that gives you the belief in yourself and also the ability to speak openly with the people that are caring for you. So that's one thing. Yeah, so can I just clarify that? So if you have English is not so good, and आपकी प्रेगनेंसी हुई है या कोई कोई भी है कोई चीज है आप अपने डॉक्टर से मांग सकते हैं आइदर अगर आप कर सकते हैं फिर मुझे पता है जब मेरे पेशेंट्स आते हैं अगर वो उर्दू स्पीकिंग है मैं कंप्लीटली मायने नहीं करती उनसे उर्दू में बात करना बट ऑबवियसली ये ये सब सब जीपीस या हॉस्पिटल में नहीं होता नहीं हो सकता बट आपको इंटरप्रेटर तो मिलना चाहिए तो अगर आप कंफ्यूज्ड है आपकी इंग्लिश अच्छी नहीं है तो आप प्लीज आप उनको बताएं कि प्लीज खनाई के एन इंटरप्रेटर ओके इट्स योर राइट इट्स योर राइट टू डू दैट ओके ये कैरियर and secondly it's knowing that you know as healthcare professionals we give you advice we give you information but Asian uh, women families communities are generally you know we're taught by our parents to be grateful you know be accepting uh, and and don't complain so we often don't and when we go to healthcare professionals we we fall into this same uh, mechanism that we've been brought up with but it's really important that actually you ask questions and if something doesn't feel right or sit right with you then you you kind of raise that because there might be other options always you know whatever is happening if you feel that it's not right ask more about it learn more ask if um there's an alternative and as a healthcare professionals we can lay down all the options for you and give you all the information you need so you can make the decision you can always ask for time as well you can say can i you know take 10 minutes here there especially now when you don't um you know you know some places aren't allowing visiting so if you're in an appointment by yourself and you feel like you need to have this conversation with someone who can help you make the right decision for you then you can say can i just like go outside and call my uh, my partner my daughter my sister my you know whoever it is that you just need to run by these um these queries with so that they can help you get the clarity around the decisions that you need to make around your pregnancy all of these things are completely fine don't hesitate please talk we're as healthcare professionals we're trained to help support you in making these choices and decisions yeah what what do you think alicia do you think being from an asian background do you think that you faced any i mean and we we i'm i'm talking about not just the ones with the language barrier i'm talking mm, about other issues as well, as well just in general um, because we both we've both been pregnancies through pregnancies as asian women do you think that we faced maybe other issues or different issues towards than other women what do you think i think the first thing that comes to mind would be conflicting like let's say a healthcare professional says one thing but if you know as asians we tend to be you know close with our families some people live you know with their in-laws or have joint families and you know everyone always has something to say and that kind of 
can come, you know, might not be the same thing that a healthcare professional is advised, and then you don't want to offend anybody, and you know, being kind of a nice, grateful daughter or daughter-in-law, etc. So that could affect um, what you end up doing, how you look after yourself, what you eat, what you do. I feel like that's one thing that. Perhaps I don't know how we would resolve that. Whether you know it'd be good to kind of, if the older generations, you know, kind of explain to them what the doctors have said, and you know, tune them into shows like this where they can listen to doctors advising you in, in Urdu or in Hindi, um, just so that they can be on the same page as you, and then you feel a bit more supported at home, and you do everything's kind of going in the same direction and yeah, not conflicting. I think that's one thing that I wanted to touch on today briefly is um oh when you're pregnant everybody has advice for you don't they uh, it happened to me as well so i've got a daughter um she's gonna be two next week um everybody has advice uh it might not be medical yeah, advice it yeah. might be contradictory to medical advice it might not be wrong advice okay so there are a lot of things that people my friends and family etc that told me things and you know it, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing so there were lots of things that people told me that were good as well but there were some things that I was like no that's just not okay like t- telling me to eat lots of sugar um you know in <laughs> telling me to eat things with lots of sugar um which is not okay because the rates of um gestational diabetes are a lot higher in asian women so it's just things like that to just be really careful about when you are giving advice to pregnant women um just be really careful that you're not giving advice that actually can actually cause harm so there's lots of other things that are okay so you know i'm not going to say that it's all you know um it's all uh, not okay because there are some things that people told me that I thought were really lovely as well about taking care of myself and taking time and stuff like that that was all fine but one thing that people did tell me and it happened to me so I can talk about it is people were telling me to eat things with loads of sugar in um, or drink things with lots of sugar in uh, for my health and no that was not okay because um, I've got a history of diabetes in my family and I had a huge risk of gestational diabetes so that's not okay is it being asked (laughs) No, it's not. I can see her getting ready to talk. I can see her tensing her muscles. She was ready to talk. She was like, yeah, I want to get in on this one. Well, like all all the Urdu dramas that like kind of go on. I mean, I don't watch them, but I hear about them. But whenever I watch a snippet of it, there's always a pregnant woman and she's being offered a glass of orange juice. And I'm just like, no, do you know how much sugar is in that glass of orange juice? As Asians, we are at higher you know we have higher chance of getting gestational diabetes and you know if we've got family history of diabetes we're more likely to develop diabetes in the longer term gestational diabetes is something specific to pregnancy that you can get and um having lots of sugar and not having a well-controlled diet uh, can actually well i say a well-balanced diet Mm. can contribute to you getting that and what you want to do is actually have a balanced diet so that you are getting all the nutrition um, and minerals that you and your baby need you know because um as asian women one thing we have a, a very low you know low levels of vitamin d because we tend to have more melanin in our skin and more melanin means that we're less likely to absorb vitamin d so there's lots of things that we can get from our diet that if it was balanced would help improve our health in general anyway but sugar is something that everyone will quite clearly say isn't one of those important things it happens after you have the baby as well people are just like here have all this spy food yeah Yeah. um okay so we're talking about 
about pregnancy, um, I've got Binash, midwife, and Alicia, doctor, with me in the studio. My name is Dr. Henna. I'm here every week on a Sunday morning. Get involved. Message 07444202155. We haven't got that much time left in my show because I always move my ads to the end of the show so we don't get interrupted in between our chats. Um, I'm going to play a song. I'm going to dedicate it to uh, my cousin Uzma. Um, it's just kind of feel good dancey. We normally do Bangra time, but we're going to do um, we're going to do a different type of dancing time today. Um, we'll be back after this to kind of wrap up by just talking a little bit about myths and misperceptions about pregnancy. Um, so join us after this, and then we'll have to wrap up quite soon. Can you give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life? Girl, me want to just squeeze you, put me things all around you. Can you give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life? Mm-mm. Me guide them, jam, me no care. Me take it anytime, anywhere. In the square, so me no fear. And as a woman, I will be there. Big man, thank you, me can't wipe on me. Big man, thank you, me can't take care of me. Put me things all around ya Girl, you give me the tightest Hold me ever get in my life Hold on Like a fast bike on the road Boom, 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 boom Girl, on the back and she a boom, 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 boom Give me the maga one now, the fat Come, come, come Me the play last one time It come to come, come Me out of control I'm more fire, she want in her soul She say more and more And still she grown And still me multiply more Girl, you have to just hold ya Put me arms right around ya Can you give me the tightest Hold me ever get in my life Girl, me wife, it just squeeze ya Put me arms right around ya Can you give me the tightest Hold me ever get in my life Squeeze ya Around ya Tightest hold me ever get in my life Keep listening to 
Radio Sangam. Hi, this is Jacqueline Fernandez. Hope you're enjoying the songs. Keep listening to Radio Sangam. Hi, this is Vicky Kaushal. Keep listening to Radio Sangam. Hi, I'm Ranveer Singh, and you're listening to Radio Sangam. Hi, this is Salman Khan. Hope you're enjoying the songs. Keep listening to Radio Sangam. Hi, this is Anishati, and you're listening to Radio Sangam. And keep listening. Hi, this is Baksha. Keep listening to Radio Sangam. Sashrikal, Assalamualaikum. This is Harshdeep Kaur, and you're listening to me on Radio Sangam. Keep listening to Radio Sangam, and keep listening to great music. Hello, friends. मैं हूं अदनान सिद्दीकी और आप सुन रहे हैं रेडियो संगम 107.9 एफएम अस्सलाम वालेकुम मैं हूं सोनम सईद एंड यू आर ट्यून्ड इनटू रेडियो संगम 107.9 मैं हूं आमना शेख अस्सलाम वालेकुम हेलो यू आर लिसनिंग टू रेडियो संगम 107.9 एफएम हाय गाइस वेयर सहारा एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू अस ऑन रेडियो संगम 107.9 एफएम कीप इट लॉक्ड मैं अपना अक्रम राही और रेडियो संगम के सारे सुन सलामर्ज करना कश्मीर लख खुशिया टुर गम लाके जी मैं जी थोड़ा अपना ताहिर नैर और सुन रहे हो सुनते रहना रेडियो Radio Sangam, you're the one for me. Pulling up VIP with Adil Hashmi by my side on a natural high, smooth flow with my money on my mind. That's why you're listening to SIB on Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. Keep it locked. Hi, this is Umar Malik, and you're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. Hi, everyone. This is Anushka Sharma. Keep listening to Radio Sangam. Moherang do lal nand ke la. छेड़ो नहीं बस रंग दो लाल मोहे रंग दो मैं हूँ रेखा रावल सज्जा सिस्टर रेडियो संगम 107.9 एफएम दिलों को मिलाने वाला दो लफ्सों की है दिल की कहानी या है मोहब्बत या है जवान हाय मैं हूं पलक पंडित फ्रॉम इंडिया और आप सुन रहे हैं रेडियो संगम 107.9 एफएम दिलों को मिलाने वाला हो तुमको पिया दिल दिया कितने नाज से हो हेलो वी आर सजदा सिस्टर्स और आप सुन रहे रेडियो संगम 107.9 एफएम दिलों को मिलाने वाला हाय दिस इज ओजी राजा ऑन रेडियो संगम हेलो दिस इज थानिया वेल्स फॉर रेडियो संगम दिलों को मिलाने वाला हाय दिस इज यंग स्टिग्मा यू आर लिसनिंग टू रेडियो संगम कीप इट लॉक्ड हे गाइस दिस इज कूल स्टार कीप इट लॉक्ड ऑन रेडियो संगम ऑन 107.9 एफएम दिलों को मिलाने वाले On FM, DAB, online, and via our app. This is Radio Sangam.
You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. I'm Dr. Hena. I've been here since 10 o'clock. Um, we're going to have to finish in about 15 minutes because I always move my ads to the end of the show because I don't like to get interrupted while I'm talking to my guests. I've got midwife Binash and Dr. Alicia with me today. We've talked about loads of different things. If you missed it, you want to catch up, you can listen back on www.radiosangam.co.uk and they will be available at some point soon on um, Spotify and iTunes as well. Um, I didn't want to come on and just give loads of advice about pregnancy because you're healthcare professionals and your midwife should be doing that for you ladies, okay? So it's not, it wasn't for me here to just come on and just give you loads of advice about pregnancy. Um, I don't think uh, I can do that because we can't tailor the advice to people. But what I wanted to talk about today is kind of some of the issues that I think um, Asian women in particular or anyone really might face in their pregnancies. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. One of the things I'd like to touch on um, is do we think that there are kind of any common myths or misperceptions in pregnancy? And um, I, I asked the girls to think about it before they came to my show. So I'm hoping we've already kind of touched on a couple of things, haven't we? Mm. What do you think, Binash? Yes, um, the whole eating for two conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you're eating for one and a tiny little dot initially. So um, what you can in pregnancy do is have up to a few a few hundred calories more. I think it's like two or three hundred calories more. And postnatally, if you're breastfeeding, um, again, the whole concept of, you know, you need to... Um, eat for two again is not the thing because what you should be doing is having up to 500 calories more what you need more than food is water you need to keep yourself hydrated um, because of the breast milk so drinking lots and lots of water is really important but you know the whole um, concept of having that balanced diet is it's really important that you have that in pregnancy and afterwards so uh, next time mum or mother-in-law or auntie or someone says you know better you're eating for two just say um, okay and then <laughs> go and eat what you want to eat but yeah. just keep it balanced what do you think, Alicia? Yeah, yeah that was a, that's a similar thing. I mean, sometimes if I'm, you know, feeling really hungry or peckish or something, I just go along with it. But obviously I know that's, you know, being a doctor, I know that's not the right thing. And I kind of have to tell other people, like, actually, no, this is, I just need a little bit extra, not, you know, muscles for two. And I guess the other thing I had, I was telling um, Beanish about it, is that um, especially in my first pregnancy, I'm not the biggest person just from physique and natural structure anyway but I had a lot of comments that oh you're 12 weeks pregnant now but you look so skinny you look unwell you're unhealthy eat this you know you need to look a bit more healthy more chubby and gain weight and things and I went on to gain loads of weight and it was all fine but you know in the beginning I was feeling sick I was feeling unwell and I was eating healthy foods but I didn't necessarily look completely bloated instantly everyone kind of made me feel really conscious and I felt like am I being unhealthy am I doing something wrong is my baby not gonna and actually I had to just put my doctor cap back on and was like no no no, 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 it's fine and, you know, stick to the advice and, and as long as I'm eating a healthy diet as opposed to necessarily binge eating from the day you find out you're pregnant, um, that's healthy too. Um, 
Yeah, I, we've already touched on one that I was um, going to say, which is that having loads of sugar mm. um, is not is not really kind of recommended in pregnancy, especially especially in women that then go on to develop gestational diabetes or are at a risk of that. So that's one thing that we kind of already touched on as well. And then you mentioned um, one that was really important, um, where a, a lot of a lot of people when they get pregnant, um, they just get told, uh, "Oh, just don't do anything now. You need to sit and rest," and mm. and that's not kind of the advice that we would give is it no um it's really important that you kind of try to maintain your daily activity um obviously if there's anything specific and you've been advised by healthcare professionals not to do heavy lifting or strenuous work then that's separate and that's different and that's individual to you and what has been recommended for you but in general um, having some level of um, activity is actually really important. It's good for you. It's good for your muscles. It's good to keep you going and um, and actually just, just keeping you healthy in the longer run overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing I actually um, uh, wanted to say was um, there's this misconception that I've heard in Asian community before that as you grow and as baby grows larger that the baby's movement reduces or Mm. you know you get less movement and that's normal that is not normal at all so your baby your you know your baby the best your pattern of the baby's movements you are aware of if you have noticed a change in the baby's movements be that more or be that less than normal that you know your baby to be then please 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 do not waste any time call your maternity triage because they will call you in to be monitoring baby as soon as possible this can be sometimes a sign of something's not quite right with baby Mm -hmm. so a change in baby's movement is not normal so calling your maternity triage and getting checked over is important sometimes they might even send you for scans etc if they're worried but please don't delay and don't listen to that. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the most important things that we can mention today, actually, is, well, not just that, but if you're worried about anything at all um, in your pregnancy, please speak to your doctors, please speak to your midwife. That's what that's what we're here for. Um, uh, hopefully to be able to reassure you, but, you know, if there is something wrong, then that can be acted upon. Um uh, so I think I know we don't just have time to talk about all of the things that I wanted to talk about. Um, so we've we've been here since 10. We've touched on quite a lot of things. Uh, the time goes so quickly. I, I know it does. Uh, we've talked about just kind of some of the things uh, Asian women in particular have to deal with in their pregnancy. Just how difficult it's been being a pregnant woman within the COVID-19 pandemic and I, I think it still is it still is difficult so for those ladies please don't keep it to yourself talk to somebody if you don't want to talk to your friends and family speak to your doctors um I've just found it fascinating just listening to two other women talking about their experiences their roles in their uh, in their uh, jobs um I love just talking to women in, in general anyway just about the work that they do um uh, we haven't finished yet but i'm just kind of wants to say get my thank you in there just while we kind of, you know on, on behalf of myself on behalf of radio sangam binash and alicia thank you so much for coming in and just talking about these what i think are real issues which we might feel as the three of us that um 
we haven't touched upon that much, but I really think we have because these some of these things are just not really talked about within the community. Um, for example, just how to support, you know, just thinking about supporting pregnant women rather than pregnancy in itself. And a lot of women might not know, oh, I can get an interpreter. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, or just about the sugar thing um, or the risk of diabetes, just kind of thinking about that. So I, I can't, obviously the aim of my shows are not to give like loads of information. It's just to touch on a few topics, subjects here and there and just get people to think about it and to talk about it. So for that i'm really really grateful um i did kind of say to both of them that is there anything that you think that i haven't asked you um that you would like to say as kind of like your final thoughts or final um uh, just quotes or whatever on it um so i'm going to open it up to both of you and just have a couple of minutes of chat that was not planned really um what would you what would you like to say the one thing that I just want to reiterate that you have already said, Ahena, actually, is that, you know, you as who you are as an individual know your body the best and you know your baby the best in your pregnancy or after the baby's born. So you trust your intuition. If you feel like something is not right, if it is wrong, please seek out help. Go to your GP, your midwife, your health visitor, any of the healthcare professionals that have given you their contact numbers or that you can contact because they are still open and they will be able to help and guide and assist and support you still. Yeah, what do you think, Alicia? What would you like to say? Um, yeah, I just... I, we've touched on all these things anyway, but just as a final point, I guess... Well, just don't feel like you're creating a fuss or being a problem I'm one of those people who suffer from this like oh but I don't want to disturb the doctor I don't want to you know things like that it's fine it's fine you know and it's sometimes it's it maybe it's fine but it's not your job to decide if it's fine it's your doctor's or your midwife's job to decide you know whether it's fine or not so just don't feel like you are causing any problem you know you, some of you might feel like oh it's a pandemic they're really busy I don't want to bother them you know we prefer to be bothered and make sure you and your baby are safe so definitely bother us um if you if feel you need to, you yeah, need to. Yeah, yeah please do um so I think my final point is again kind of just reiterating what's already been said is if you're if you're worried about anything if you're worried about anything um in pregnancy or anything at all um, to do with your health then your GP practices are open your your midwives are available your doctors are available you know I've been working as I'm not going to say as normal because things are very different but we've been working um, I I want to say thank you for the people that have messaged me um, in today we've had a couple of messages without any numbers uh, names on it but thank you for those and thank you in particular um, for the for the couple of messages of support that I've had in I do shows um, because I want to give people information. It isn't for me to give all of the information, medical information, because we just can't do that. But I'm hoping that with just giving a little bit of information that this gives some people um, things to think about, things to talk about. And hopefully it's helpful. Hopefully it's helpful for you guys. So next week, kind of going on from this, I'm going to be talking about something called urogynecology, which is a subspecialty of gynecology. Um, and some in some places it's called female pelvic medicine, but it's basically problems to do with dysfunction of the pelvic floor and the bladder, which I thought was a good one to carry on from pregnancy. <laughs> um, but uh, because I don't think that 
that people talk about it at all. I don't think people talk about it enough. And I thought it's something that a lot of women might be embarrassed to go to their doctors about. So I thought, let me just talk about it and then you can just listen to me and hopefully get some kind of information and advice. I'm Dr. Henna. I'm here every Sunday morning. I talk about loads of different things. Sometimes people message me on my social media um, to give me topics that they want me to talk about. So I'm on Instagram at Dr. D-O-C. T-O-R.Henna, H-E-N-N-A. I'm on Twitter, Henna Anwar. Binash, you're on both as well. Just Binash, Naz, is that right? Yeah, on, yeah, on Twitter and Instagram if you want to have a look. She puts some stuff on there. Um, I'm so grateful to people for listening and supporting me. Um, I get loads of lovely messages. Thank you so much. I always like to say thank you. I always like to end my shows um, on a quote uh, by quotes by my favourite poet, Rumi. So today's quote is no one can take your place in existence or in absence so that's my roomy quote for today guys i'll be back next week we're playing out with a song that Venus has chosen um alicia was too tired she didn't give me any song <laughs> she didn't give me any song so this is one that Venus has chosen this is called anke bari bari this is by kumar sanu who's just a legend um i'll be back next week guys thank you so much for listening it's dr henna on radio sangam 107.9 fm thank you alicia and thank you Venus for joining me today.